Welcome to Spark Creators, a podcast that empowers kids to learn, create, and become. This podcast invites creators and entrepreneurs from all over to share their stories and ideas. We believe every kid is creative. It's just a matter of taking that first step and starting now. We hope this podcast can inspire you to create something that makes a difference in the world. If you want to stay inspired, remember to subscribe. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Or visit us at peachandplumlab.com slash podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Spark Creators. I am your host, Lee. It's a great pleasure to invite Mosiah Bridges, the president and creative director from Mose Bows, a handmade bow tie brand based in Memphis, Tennessee. Mosiah started the bow tie company when he was nine years old because he needed an accessory to help him look sharp. He looked around and didn't see anything out there that fits his style or personality. So with the help from his grandma, he started making his first bow ties. Since then, this baby business Mosiah started with his grandma's kitchen table in South Memphis became an internationally recognized brand. By now, Mozai has gone to Shark Tank, met President Obama in the White House because of his business sense and also signed deals with NBA teams. Very nice to meet you here, Mozai Bridge. Yeah, so can you say hi to our listeners and introduce, introduce yourself first? Hello, my name is Mozai Bridges and I am the CEO of Mo's Bows Handmade Bow Ties. And I am 18 years old and a 12th grader in high school. That's awesome. So now tell us a little bit about your family. I know you grown up with your mom. So maybe tell us a little bit about her. Yes. Well, my mom, um, my mom uh, really helped me start my company. Uh, she's been there from the beginning with just helping me learn how to sell, learn how to manage my company. Um, and getting my schedule together. She's my momager and she's my biggest support system. So now tell me, because you have this bow tie company, company and why bow tie? And where does your love from bows coming from? Well, I chose bow ties because I really love to dress nice at a young age and I couldn't find bow ties that really fit my style or really fit what I like to do. Um, and so... After I went to lots of different stores and I went to lots of different, you know, places that uh, fashion was sold and I started going to different men warehouse stores and there was nothing that really popped out to me. Everything was so bland and boring. <laughs> so what I did was ask my grandmother who had been sewing for over 50 years to teach me how to sew and after that my company pretty much took off. So that's how I got the idea for bow ties. And besides that, my dad has always just been into fashion and he always would dress in a three-piece suit and, you know, not even go to a special occasion. So it was really always something that I saw. So I thought it was normal. So that's how I started doing bow ties. Awesome. So because you look up toward your dad, so when you were young, like you see this image, like perfectly dressed and you want to be like that too. But it is amazing right now to see how many bow ties, you know, varieties that you have. 
from your business. But everything must start from the very beginning, the first bow tie that you make. So tell us a little bit how you went to your grandmom and then asked for her help. And do you still remember the first bow tie you guys made together? Yes, I do still remember the first bow tie that we still made. Um, and it was a blue satin bow tie and it was so crooked and it was so messed up. But my hard work and dedication really led me to create what we know, what we now know as most bows. So I feel like all the struggles and everything that we went through really, um, made us become who we are today. So it's a growing process. Everything starts from the beginning may not be so perfect, you know, but as you keep yes. yeah, pursuing and purchase, yeah, like practicing your sewing skills, yeah, and everything gets better. Yes, over time. Especially with especially with hard work. You have to put in lots of hard work uh, with, with anything that you do and set your mind to it and practice. And over time, you will definitely get good at it and succeed. Definitely, yeah. Not only in the craft, right, but also like your business overall and also yourself, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah, yes. definitely. Yeah. So now, because you are not wearing a bow tie right now, so how often do you wear your bow tie? Yeah, usually... I wear my bow ties, yeah, I wear my bow ties on special occasions, um, whenever I go out for my company, um, and I have a different style just from the bow tie, you know, sometimes I like to, you know, not wear anything in the house or, you know, just rock around in my hoodie, so it's different days for different times, but yeah, especially when I'm going to an event or whenever I want to feel like, whenever I feel like putting a bow tie on, I feel like I'll do it. So it just depends on the day. Definitely. And especially when you go into an event where you are presenting your brand, right? And yes. Trying to show that you are the image for your brand. And that's a perfect yeah, place to wear that too. So now let's talk a little bit about um, bow tie. So you said that when you were young and you were trying to look for bow ties and you can't find any good ones that look stylish. So how old were you at that time? You know, like you said, you wanted to start looking sharp. And when do you realize that you wanted to look good? And what kind of outfit did you buy when you were young? Yes, so I was about four or five when I was able to pick out my clothes and I wanted to look good. And like I said before, since my dad was so heavily involved in fashion, it was just kind of something that um, I felt was in me. So uh, I felt like I bought lots of things like um, seersucker suits and I had lots of Ralph Lauren um, vests that I wore um, and different unique clothing that I really liked. But uh, because I couldn't find bow ties, I had to uh, try to make that myself, and I had to turn to my grandmother. So you, when you started making the bow tie with your grandmom, it was totally like two person, you know, handmade. But that has evolved that you're, you know, using manufacturing and factories to make your bow ties. And did you, in the process, did you hire more people to hand make? your um, bow ties? Like, how did this whole process evolve? Yeah, tell us different stages. It evolved just from me and my grandmother first sewing, um, and then my mother started sewing. Uh, and from there, my whole family really just got involved in the company and really helping with any orders that we needed to get out 
um, in a certain time limit. Uh, so we had lots of people help us. We have lots of seamstress that we've had over time. Um, even some that have passed away. So it's been a long process of many finding many seamstress and going to lots of um, different factories to look at different seamstresses to sew for us. But we finally settled down with um, some ladies that we sew with in Bethel Springs, Tennessee, which is not too far from where I live right now. Um, and they just help us with sewing and uh, it's about four or five of them and they all just push out lots of ties. Um, and of course, me and my mom also still sew as well. Um, you know, so it's just, it depends on, you know, the season, how many ties are needed. Um, if we need to get more out, then we will hire more people. So it kind of fluctuates. So when you were on Shark Tank, we learned that you sold over like a thousand five hundred bowties, right? Um, before that, and that you have already involved other women or other people to help you to make these bows, right? Yes, definitely. No, no, I'm gonna take it. Mazai has to take care of his dog because he's making some yeah background noise. I don't know why he wants to chew on the toy today. Hey! Oh, <laughs> how cute! Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh, so he's chewing like at the toy. Yeah, that's why. Yes, he's chewing this toy. Awesome. So, out of all the pieces that you have made and also sold, do you have your favorite, or what are the ones that are popular? I do have a favorite tie, and that is the feeling good bow tie. Um, that's my favorite tie just because it has so many different colors. Excuse me. That's my favorite bow tie because it has so many different colors and it it just appeals to so many people and I feel like it's um just a, a colorful bow tie and it just pops out in your eye when you see it. So uh that's my favorite bow tie. It's called the feeling good bow tie. That's great. Yes, yeah, that's part of your brand concept too, right? Where you want yes. people to feel good when they wear your yes. bow tie. Look good and look good and feel good. And I feel like when you put that bow tie on, you definitely look good and feel good. So now let's chat a little bit about business. Um, there are several big milestones that you hit when, like you know, when you are like growing and developing your businesses. So tell us a little bit about the different events or different big milestones that you have gone through, yeah. Um, Some of the big milestones that I've gone through include meeting different presidents like Barack Obama uh, and President Bush and being on lots of lists like Time and Forbes and being in lots of magazines and um, different, uh, different things like the Oprah Winfrey magazine, being on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Of course, you know, ooh, I'm sorry. Of course, you know about Shark Tank. Um, and also having Damon John as my mentor has been a really big milestone for me just because he's always taught me to um, take care of my company and take care of my mother, of course, and to never just, you know, be a sellout. So always stay true to yourself and stay true to your company. Yeah. And you also signed a big deal with NBA teams too, right? Yes, of yeah. course. Yes, the NBA teams is a big deal. Um, and that just happened just from me being a draft at the 2015. Um, I mean, me being a fashion correspondent at the 2015 draft. 
Um, and I got to meet lots of basketball players and give them some of my bow ties. And that pretty much led to me creating a deal with the NBA and pushing out uh, over 30 teams of different ties, which it was kind of cool because I got to make a two-sided tie, which had one side was a basketball um, logo and the other side would be a you know regular print so you could wear it to dinner and you could also wear it to a game so it was pretty cool that I got to do that as well that's great and you talked it as if like it's just yeah random things that happened in my life yeah like you know like so cool and so <laughs> chill but in reality I know yeah. that you know during the time or when you made the deal or made the milestone happen it must be so exciting at your age you know trying to yes. meet all these people and just like like mark like a really important um, milestone in your life so definitely and it's it, it always sounds like that but i know it, it just i don't know it makes me hello no it makes me really you know keep going and i think that that's what makes me uh push and strive harder and it motivates me to uh, motivate others and inspire others to create their own company so they can go where i've been you know yeah, but we know none of these achievements, you know, came out of the blue because it's a lot of efforts and also, um, you know, like working together with your mom, you know, in the beginning. So I know once you probably hit a big milestone, like the other things come easily, but uh, maybe Shark Tank was your first um, step, like that, where you get to that stage, right? Yeah. So. Can you tell us a little bit about your experience on Shark Tank and how, especially how you and your mom, before any of those things happened, how did you guys prepare and to make it happen? Well, before Shark Tank, we weren't even supposed to be on the show. Um, we originally um, refused to go because my mom was like she didn't want to cry on TV. But we eventually found out that the show could be good for our company, so we went. Um, and then after that, and then after that, uh, we went through so many stages on, you know, getting um, camera time and passing the stages of uh, if our product is even good enough to be on TV. So when we went through all of those stages, that's when the camera started rolling and we had to actually meet the sharks. And it's not like a regular show where, you know, you meet the uh, hosts before and you talk to them. Uh, like the other shows I've been in, like you meet them while you're on camera. So it's kind of scary and uh, kind of, you know, Shocking, but I was so little, I couldn't really understand what was going on. So I was holding my mom's hand so tight that I, I felt like I was cutting her circulation off. But um, it was pretty fun. And I feel like because I was so young, you know, I got a pass and uh, they really thought I was cute. And it was really a good experience. Um, but I did get offered a deal, but I declined the deal to take Damage John's offer which was to be my mentor. Mentorship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. But you were really cute on the show. <laughs> I watched Thank it. You, you know, you were like dancing and also showing Thank off you. totally your own personality, you know, and yes. that attracted the sharks a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So definitely. Yeah, and you know, before the show, um, we I actually threw the show to you. I know the cost for your bow tie is around ten dollars, right? The、mm-hmm. price for your bow tie is around twenty five to fifty dollars,、mm-hmm. and it, that's even before you started selling to the celebrities and also make it a luxurious kind of a brand, right? right. So the higher margin is great for your business, but what was the consideration behind that price from the very beginning? I think the consideration for their price was definitely because, for I guess twenty percent of my company, I was selling my bow ties for chips and rocks at school, so I kind of had to make up for that. But not only that,、uh, I feel like people were buying into more of the story as well. Um, because I am a little brown boy in America, I feel like there are a lot of kids that appeal to me, and their moms really, you know, love the story. So I feel like you're not only buying the bow tie, but you're also buying the story and buying the motivation that comes behind owning your own company. Yes, that's great. So I know you now have grown up, and you're in the, your last year of high school already, right?、Mm-hmm. Yes.、So, But before that, when you were young, and you you still have to go maybe to different events or to on the street to sell your product, I'm sure you probably have been freaked out. You know, ha, had been freaked out before, but now、mm-hmm. I I'm sure your communication skills and however you're selling, it's probably、um, you know like already excellent. So yes. Let's say let if a customer is concerned about the price and say why is it so expensive and and I'm hesitant to buy this. And have you encountered that before? And when you were young, what what did you say to them? And what would you say to them? Yes, I mean I have encountered it before, and I mean because I'm not in, I don't really do that many pop up shops that much. It's really hard to encounter it because so much of our sales are online,、um, and people buy so much online now. It's kind of hard to just. You know, really run into that because if you're going to a website, it's either you buy or you don't buy. So, but before,、um, it was really hard for me to really deal with rejection and really hard for me to, you know, just get over somebody not accepting me and not wanting my product.、Um, and what I would just tell them is, you know, you don't have to buy my product. There's so many other. Uh, bow ties out there, like you said, ten. If ten dollars is the cheapest that you want to pay, you know, ten dollars is the cheapest you want to pay. But I feel like I have so many other customers I could cater to than, you know, one person saying that I it's too expensive. You know. Team with your mom. So as of two thousand and seventeen, you already have. Seven extra employees, right? Besides、mm-hmm. you and your mom. So tell us maybe how your mom and other other employees involved in your business, and how do they help you? Well, my mom helps me with just managing everything, basically.、Um, and I feel like we cut down to、uh, at least four or five. Um, employees now, and that's just on seamstresses.、Um, me and my mom really do most of the work in our company.、Uh, it's still pretty much family based, and we all do everything from social media,、uh, and I pick out the fabrics, and、uh, you know, do things actively in the creative design area of the company.、Um, so, like different things like photo shoots and styling. 
Um, and also making sure the bow ties are coming out correctly from the seamstress. Awesome. And your mom, she also started a Mo Mama Mo project, which is called Mo's Bow Foundation. So what kind of cause or mission have you guys supported and donated to? Tell us a little more about that. So that mission is just basically a foundation that my mom wanted to come up with based on, you know, entrepreneurship and kids. Uh, like I said before, lots of moms really uh, want their kids to uh, think about something different other than being a basketball player or, you know, a rapper or something typical like that. When you could just own your own company and lots of people um, aren't even going to college and getting a degree just because there are so many other ways of starting your own companies and, you know, really making it out in the business world. So I feel like that was the whole mission behind it, um, really getting started at a young age. Because if you uh, work hard now, then I'm pretty sure you can play way harder later. Because mm -hmm. you actually started when you were nine years old, right? Yes, I started when I was nine years old, yes. So you found any challenges or difficulties running a business as a young entrepreneur? Because yes. you mentioned a little bit about, oh, it's hard to deal with rejections when you're young. Mm -hmm. What else? Yes. Oh, well, rejections and, of course, dealing with friends, um, the loss of friends and going thing, going through uh, puberty and uh, handling a company obviously isn't the best combination because you have to decide whether you want to go to, you know, your best friend's birthday party or do you want to go uh, out of town to go speak. So it's kind of difficult with that. But other than that, I feel like I gotten, I've gotten it under control because... You know, if they're your real friend, they're going to understand, you know, you have priorities that you have to take care of and things like that. So definitely share with us maybe one or two biggest lessons that you guys, you have learned as a business owner with all the years of experience, right? Yes. Yeah. I think the biggest lesson that I've learned is that, you know, it takes real hard work. It takes real effort and real grit and grind. And you have to actually have a work ethic and you have to be focused. And there's no way to make it if, you know, you're lazy and, you know, you're slacking because, you know, you're not going to get anywhere and, you actually have to put in work. It takes so much work. It takes so much support. I think support and hard work, all of that plays into owning a successful company. Another thing is that you recently have published a book called A Young Person's Guide to Startup Success. Mm -hmm. So yes, give I us have. a little sneak peek about the book. So the book is basically about, like you said, a young person's guide to startup success, and it gives you the basic tools you need to start your company. Um, and it's not only for the youth; it's for um older people as well. Uh, that can you know just look at it and you know go off, look at it and you know go off of their goals with it, you know. Uh, and just strive for the best. I really set a layout on how I started my company, the struggles that I went through, um, and how I overcame them. And also, like I said, the tools that you need to really progress your dreams and progress what you want to do, whether that's a foundation, a business, um, a clothing line, anything that you can think of. I put different scenarios. So anything that you wanted to do, you could, you know, see yourself going in that direction.
Definitely. It's a, it's going to be a very inspirational book for kids, you know, especially who are still young, also dream to create something um, while being a student. Yeah, just like what you did. Yeah. So I hope that people who will be interested in this book will pick up for the read A Young Person's Guide to Start Up Success. Yeah. So to wrap up, last two questions, actually. Um, Mosiah, you had a dream in the fashion industry, right? And as we just mentioned, this is your last year of your high school and you plan to go to college and maybe study fashion design too, right? So tell us a little more about that and what is your plan and what is your goal for the future? Yes, I do plan to go and study fashion, um, but I don't know what school or uh, what city I want to go to. Uh, but it just really depends because I figured out that with my name and fashion that I could really, you know, put my name behind anything and strive at it and really achieve at it. And, you know, the limit isn't bow ties. I want to eventually do cl- clothes and have a clothing line um, that's gender inclusive and really do cool things um, towards fashion and digital marketing and things like that. So... Uh, it doesn't end here, and I promise I will continue to learn about fashion, and you know it will always evolve, and I will never stop, you know, grasping and learning. And I feel like the main thing that I've learned as an entrepreneur, a young entrepreneur, is that you always have to uh, be able to listen and be able to uh, take in information. I figure that uh, being a mentee would be easy but it's not really that easy because you know you have to really set aside all of the things you think you know and you know apply the things that you don't know so it's kind of hard but I think that's one of the biggest things that I've learned as well yeah and it is just amazing for me to see you know someone like you who you have already gone through the whole process of creating your brand creating a product and once you go into this fashion school and learn more about how to design you know your clothing line and many things you know how to launch it you know how to create a good and amazing fashion brand and thank this is amazing yeah yeah so this is amazing thing i learned about those young entrepreneurs you know especially if you keep this passion you know going uh, if they are creating something that you're already passionate about and you're going to college for the same thing and then your experience doubles or triples you know compared to many other people who have not done anything when they were young right so that's why all the lessons all the experiences add up together to create such an amazing you know like young professional who you are pursuing your dream further yeah so my last definitely yeah my last question is for you to give up your fellow peers and some young kids advice or suggestions yeah if you were to say something to them what would you say I will tell you guys to always, of course, look good and feel good in the most bow. And I feel like the things that you need are my bows of business. And I give a little talk about this in my book as well. Um, And the bows of business basically is the acronym that I came up with uh, to create your own company or whatever you want to do. Um, B being to believe in yourself. O is the opportunity to give back. Um, and W is to work hard and S is support. And with those four things, I feel like, you know, you'll be able to jumpstart any goal that you'll set, that you'll set for yourself. 
Awesome. That's wonderful. And you are a great businessman. Whenever you Thank say you. things, you never forget your product or your book. So, <laughs> you know, Thank any you. there's any chance, yeah, I will promote it for you too. So okay. any kids, yeah, any kids or parents, if you wanted to look up for Mo's Bows, just go to mosbowsmemphis.com, right? You can get any bow tie style that you want and also get his book, a young person's guide to startup success. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Beautiful. It's awesome to, yeah. Awesome to have you. And I wish you the best for your last year for high school and that you will achieve your dream for going to the college. You know, you want it and you. best wishes for most boats as well. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Great. Happy new year. And thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the spark creators podcast at peachandplumlab.com.